found that I'm a very, like, I tend to be a very accepting person. I had an administrator who was lovely and very accepting as well. And we were working so hard for this little guy and the other kids that we sought advice everywhere. Mm. And we got a lot of advice from a lot of different directions. And it was it was just a lot. And I think we were trying to please, she and I were both trying to please everybody in that situation. And when I started to feel um, that feeling coming back this year, I was trying to please a lot of different people too. And it just, um, it, it was too much for me. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a burned in teacher. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, Burned In Teachers? Welcome to episode 154 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you a Burned In Teacher University student spotlight on Sandra, and I'm so excited for her to share her story, her journey, and what it is that she is working towards in her own Burned In journey. But before we dive into that, I want to ask you a favor. If you have found any value in any of the Burned In Teacher podcast episodes, would you please consider leaving a rating and review on either Apple iTunes or Spotify, anywhere where you can let other people know that the conversations that we are having here are helping you to change your beliefs, your perspective, maybe some of your actions, maybe the way you're talking, maybe the way that you're acting, um, anything, anything that is helping you to to change in your life. So when you do that, it helps other people like you who maybe were where you were a few weeks ago or a few months ago or a few years ago, (laughs) helps them to find the Burned In Teacher podcast. And also, if something strikes a chord with you or um, maybe makes you tear up a little bit because you've really connected to it, I would love to hear about it. I love getting DMs on Instagram. I love getting emails from you. I'm hearing about what you're applying to your life in your own burnout journey. It just means so much to me. And today, I actually have a shout out um, to an anonymous friend out there in the world, a teacher who emailed me and she said, hello, Amber. 
Thank you for all that you do. I'm reading your book. I'm on chapter two and listening to your podcast. Thanks to you, I'm learning about what things made me get to this burnout situation and how to deal with them and find my way out. I've just realized that I'm a special teacher with special needs, just like students, and I have to teach in a very special, active, kinesthetic way. I have to spring lessons into action and active and activate each of my students in their very special, unique way. So today, I will be able to feel positive and calm in the first PD day of the school year. Thank you so much for sharing your positivity through your work. So I just, I really appreciate that because, you know, I see you out there listening, but I don't really see you. <laughs> and it's really just nice to to hear how the podcast is impacting you in a positive way. And in this episode, you're going to hear how Burned In Teacher University and the Burned In Teacher membership has impacted Sandra to make some really positive changes in her own life. And if you have any questions about the course, go to burnedinteacher.com slash course or send me a DM or email and let me know what your questions are. All right, let's dive in. Burn on. Well, hello, Sandra. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I'm so excited for you to share your story. Well, thank you for having me, Amra. I'm really excited to be here. So I always want to get to know and help the audience of the podcast to get to know you better as a human being, not just as a teacher. So will you tell us a little bit about you as a teacher and as a human being outside of the classroom? Okay, sure. Well, I um, I was at, I'm actually from a small town outside of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Um, I'm living back here now after having spent um, the first part of my career in northwestern Ontario. Um, I have I've been married for 30 years. I actually just celebrated my 30th anniversary in July. Congratulations! And thank you. And I have uh, three adult kids. They're wonderful. And my son actually just married a fantastic uh, young teacher a month ago. So um, we're happy to welcome her into our family as well and we have a little white dog you hopefully won't hear her during the podcast and um yeah we're we're living about 10 minutes from where I grew up so um you know that that's the personal side um teaching wise I did start my career in um a bigger city. I started near um, Toronto, Ontario, and then I moved to the north of Ontario for about 10 years. And I worked in two small towns there. And then um, we just decided our kids needed to be closer to family. So we brought them all back here. And, and here we are. And my school board is actually the largest English school board in Quebec. Um, and where we work just the all the schools are west of Montreal. Wow. It, it, first of all, it sounds like you have a lot to be grateful for. I, I totally do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It sounds like you've got a lot of really wonderful things happening in your personal life. Yeah. So, and that's only going to help you as a teacher too. So that's, that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's back way up. Okay. Um, let's talk about your burnout. Okay. So what did it look like, feel like, sound like, you know, uh, and I know you have a, a couple of different bouts of burnout to share with us. So, mm-hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so I think um, there were only two times that I recognized burnout as being burnout. Mm-hmm. However, I've had a lot of, um, you know, like I think I I did, um, I don't know if you can call it this, but like a walking burnout for several years. Like I was tired, I was un, like burned and unbalanced, as we say, mm-hmm. and just not, you know, felt like I wasn't keeping up. 
Um, the two major um, episodes that I've had of burnout were the one was about three or four years ago. Um, and uh, one was just this past year. Uh, the, the one three or four years ago, I had a student with a lot of um, behavioral challenges in my class, and a lot of students with academic challenges. And I found that I'm a very like I tend to be a very accepting person. I had an administrator who was lovely and very accepting as well. And we were working so hard for this little guy and the other kids that we sought advice everywhere. Mm. And we got a lot of advice from a lot of different directions. And it was it was just a lot. And I think we were trying to please, she and I were both trying to please everybody in that situation. And when I started to feel um, that feeling coming back this year, I was trying to please a lot of different people too. And it just, um, it, it was too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually kind of neat because around, like around the time I was thinking, hmm, that feels like what it felt like a few years ago, I, um, I was, um, I had somebody that I followed um, through another sort of source of social media named Holly Stewart. And I looked Holly up and Holly had done a podcast interview with you, Amber. So I listened, I was thinking, oh, I'll listen to Holly's interview. And then I just um, fell in love with the whole burned in process. And I knew I had to have it um, for myself. So, Mm. so thank you, first of all, for, for sharing that story. I know that these, you know, burnout's very personal mm-hmm. and it can cause some shame. And of course, you know, I'm all about stopping that shame. So I, I just really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that because it is, it's such a hard place to be. And, you know, we've had so many conversations inside of our group coaching calls that I have seen the growth in you. And I, I'm just, I'm so excited to hear then, you know, as you, you know, when you enrolled in the Burnout Teacher Mastermind, what was your process? And I know you've gone through this process now twice. I just saw your your feedback form come back the other day. <laughs> and so so tell us a little bit about, you know, what then what made you say I'm enrolling? And then what what changes did you see in yourself as you went through this process? Okay. So what made me really say I was enrolling, as I said, there was a teacher that I had followed for a while who did an interview with you and I'd always loved her energy. But when I heard you in the podcast, I loved your energy. And then I started following you on Instagram and I just, I don't know, there was something, um, you know, that element sometimes of social media where everybody is trying to be perfect and you had such a positive energy, but, but you weren't trying to show us you know, perfection. Mm-hmm. And to me, the fact that you were, you were talking about vulnerability, but willing to like this person who seems, you know, so great has gone through this before and built a program based on going through it before. It just, it just like, like, it just made me feel like, okay, this is okay. This is normal. This is fine. And I thought my, I, you know, I want to do that. I want to go through that process. Mm-hmm. So, and it was, you made it so easy. Like there was literally a link to sign up. So I, I went and I looked and I thought about it for a bit and it, it really just seemed like something that was going to be helpful, particularly because you had built it yourself mm-hmm. from a place of burnout. So mm-hmm. that to me was, was very valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am so glad to hear that, that what resonated with you is that I'm not trying to be perfect. Cause that's certainly not what I stand for. I'm just trying to reach other people who are not seeking perfection. They're just seeking something other than feeling that, that burnout, you know, feeling like they're at the lowest of their lows. So inside of the course, then is there a step 
that you've taken or a, a place where you really recognized or had a, like a light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, this, this is going to help me so much. Or, and I, I think I kind of know the answer to this, or was it after you went through the whole process, was it just like going back through the reflection? Did you not realize how much you have grown and the actions you've taken and the steps that you you know are implementing? Um, was it like a gradual growth or was it like this light bulb moment of, oh my gosh, this is, this is a game changer. Um, I think it was a little bit of each, like the, the, the part of the process, it's the second step, which is understand your teacher brand mm -hmm. really hit me because I realized that I had a teacher brand that I wanted, that I thought I was projecting. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't at all what other people were seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a part of the process where you ask friends to kind of give you, you know, give you some characteristics of, of you as a teacher. And I had um, one friend in particular who was very, she's a very straight shooter. Mm -hmm. And I realized that when she was telling, you know, and, and it was, we did this through an email too. So it was easier for her to just write it down than yes. to even tell me, even though she's a straight shooter. And it, it showed me that my brand is the helper, the helper of all, you know, like she'll, she'll do anything to help you and you'll do anything to help me. And in fact, my friend herself kind of, she valued this. She said, I value it for myself, but for other people, like you go way too far, mm -hmm. which is, it was interesting. Like that was that in itself was, I want to have this image of being a professional who, who was willing to be there for other people. But that doing that part of the process made me realize I was being there for everybody and it was taking away the energy from who my people should be who were the students mm. so yeah. that was a um, self-talk I have done work with self-talk before but realizing the impact my self-talk has on my teaching that was something that really came through in doing the burned in teacher process with that understand your teacher brand piece like just that um um like my negative self-talk and how it affected the decisions I was making in the classroom and, and the fact that I feel sometimes indecisive even after 30 years. And that was a total self-talk thing. Mm -hmm. um, the other part that kind of really got me was the uh, determining my long-term goals. I've always had that, you know, how you go through stages of life. So I had little kids. I can't really set goals for myself. I have little kids. And then I have, you know, older kids and they have activities and I got to put them first. And then I got to the point where from that I got to, oh, okay, wait a minute. Like I'm, you know, I'm in a stage of life where setting long-term goals, why bother? Because my career you know, I'm in the late part of my career. And through doing this part of the burden in process, I realized too, how much the idea of, oh, setting goals, yeah, your career's nearly over, how that was contributing to my burnout. Like it was really contributing to the feelings I had about like a, a little bit of hopelessness. Mm -hmm. You know, I only have a like, what's the point? Yeah. What was the point? Yeah. And, um, and so although I was being unbalanced, like spending too much of my time working, which when my kids moved out only got worse because, <laughs> no, yeah, them, you know, um, that was not the biggest problem. The biggest problem was this not, not looking long-term and thinking of goal setting, like just thinking, okay, well, this is where I am and yeah. this is who I am. And this is, this is what there is, you know? Yeah. Well, and that it doesn't have to be a long-term career goal. No, it can be a long-term personal goal 
that mm-hmm. gives you a purpose to leave school at a decent time because you got this thing that you're working on or this thing that you're planning or you know maybe your long-term goal is to be able to say that you've you know met met your friends more often or that you spent more time with family or you know it can be whatever it is that you want but it just really it ignites and and feeds that part of your soul that's consistently growing you know i i everything about us is growing all the time. You know, our skin is growing, our hair is growing, our nails are growing, you know, and we, we forget to feed that part of us that our brains need to grow and our souls need to grow. Like we, and I feel like that's sometimes where we get on that hamster wheel and that autopilot where we just keep doing the same things over and over and over again, and don't really have the foresight to really think about what our possibilities are for the future. So I'm so excited to hear that that really resonated with you. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it really did. And as you're saying, like talking about, you know, our brains growing, I can see myself, I I could feel myself because I started going through the burned in process while we were still in school. And then my Mm -hmm. second um, time around is, has been in the summertime. What I found was I would stand in front of my students and, and give them sort of growth mindset messages, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't internalizing those. I wasn't giving those to myself. So this helped me see that you know, I, I can do this and they're, they're, and things that are to me, didn't seem to be goals, as you're saying, like seeing your friends more or being able to, um, you know, connecting more with family, having, just having a chance to sit and read a book is actually, that's, that can be a goal. And to me, that was a very foreign concept. I was like, Oh, Okay. Yeah, well, it always seems like we set goals for ourselves when we hit a milestone birthday, birthday, like I'm going to turn 40 in November. And I know better than to say, well, I'm, I have this goal that I want to reach before I turn 50, you know, like that that's the only goal I can ever set or New Year's, you know, like a New Year's resolution that typically relates to something with weight, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that doesn't have to be your experience with goal setting or yours or anybody's only time that you set goals for yourself. And I think uh, that's also a self-talk thing because what you're saying to other people you're saying to yourself, I'm not worthy of setting goals or growing in this way, but other people are. Yes. You know, exactly. that's that's a whole worthiness thing. Right. Right. And I real I recognize that too, in doing, um, there's a section where we did uh, personality assessments. I realized that the way I think um, I was trying to become, you know, like other people are worthy of this and, and not me. But by looking at my personality assessment, I thought a lot of the, the ways I think are because of who I am. And that is really okay. And so setting then going it rolling into the, the piece about setting goals, I can set goals that are for me, like, I don't have to want a master's degree, because that's something that a teacher does to advance their education, but I do like to learn so I can learn other things, you know, Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, so where are you now in, in your burned in journey? Like, do you know what your stage is or what, and, or, you know, you're getting ready to start school when you start in September. I started, I started at the end of August, actually. End of August. Okay. Yeah. So going into the school year, like, how do you feel? Like, where, where do you feel like you are in this, on this journey? 
Well, I feel really good. I actually did the stage, um, the stage tracker yesterday, again, just to in preparation for this interview. Mm -hmm. And I'm at a stage four, which is I started at a stage one. Wow. And, that's, and I really feel like my stage one, my stage one is my dip. Like, you know how you talk about the roller coaster of burnout. So mm -hmm. stage one tends to be my dip. I don't, you know, I don't go to the point where I, I never want to be a teacher again, which I sort mm -hmm. of see as a zero, but, mm -hmm. um, but uh, like, it's just like that total discouragement mm -hmm. and, and feeling like you're going through the motions and to be here now and to be like excited about the next school year is, I mean, I, I'm all, I love, I love planning and I love getting ready for things, but I know that I'm hitting a burnout wall when I'm not excited about the planning part, when the planning is just, okay, but if I do this, it's not going to work like that kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. And now I'm in this, oh yeah, I could try this. I could try that. Like, it's very exciting um, to me. And I want it, like, I kind of want to stay there and go up, obviously. Like I don't, that's my one thing is I, you know, I don't want to experience a dip when I go back to school. So yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to experience a dip, but the, the reality is, is that you might like mm -hmm. you might go to that place, but I know that, you know, now that you know exactly what your process is for if you start to go to that place, like you and what many people decide to do, because it's just the easiest thing is just to say, well, this is, this is just the way it is. This happens every year at this time. Every year I get to this dip and it's just a struggle for the rest of the year. And I've heard for, from so many teachers for this coming school year that they're not excited. Like they cannot get themselves motivated to get in their classroom, to get set up. They can't get themselves motivated to think about what the first day is going to look like or to do any planning. And I really like they're already in survival mode mm -hmm. and, and we haven't even started yet. And that, that just breaks my heart for, for the students you know, that they're going to be working with, but it also breaks my heart for them because that's just no way to live, to not be excited about what's to come in your life, you know? Right. So yeah. I'm really excited to hear about that, um, mm -hmm. for you. So tell me, tell me a couple more things. I have a couple more questions. Okay. So when you, when you think, when you think about, you know, where you were, you know, a few years ago, let's say, you know, 20, was it 2019 that you said you had your, your first round of burnout Yeah. and you know, your, yourself now, the, the teacher Sandra now, mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself in 2019? Like if you could talk to yourself from, from years ago, what would you say? I would honestly, I would say, stop, just stop, like mm -hmm. stop. I would on my, my first instinct, if someone was going through that was, okay, here's what you have to do. Say it's Wednesday, take Thursday and Friday off work and really revisit, um, what is important to you because mm -hmm. through doing this process, once I, I, I'm doing, um, the BIT university a second time, cause I have a burnout buddy this time. And that makes a lot of difference. I find to be able to bounce ideas off of each other, but also to encourage people to, either find something like BIT University that will guide you to kind of rediscover who you are, because that's what I lost, is I lost who I was. And I had a wonderful administrator who was trying to be supportive, but she was, you know, we we decided other people knew better than we did what mm -hmm. should work in, in my case, my classroom, and in her case, her school. And we, you know, we took wonderful advice from wonderful people, but we weren't applying things based on our value, you know, our mm -hmm. values and our roles. Yeah. And so if you don't stop, 
you won't, you don't have the clarity or the time to even, you're so busy. I was so busy problem solving from one minute to the next and one day to the next. Okay. I'm going to make it better tomorrow that really just stopping and taking either a weekend or a couple of days to think that through mm-hmm. and having someone you trust to bounce it off of is, mm-hmm. is important too. And the values piece was a game changer for me mm-hmm. this time, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, and what you're describing is, you know, and this has become a buzzword mindfulness. When a lot of people hear mindfulness, they think of like, I'm not, I don't want to meditate. There's no way I could sit and meditate, or I don't want to do yoga. You know, like they start to go down that path where mindfulness is simply just stopping and paying attention. It's just, it's simply paying attention to the sensations around you, how you're feeling in that moment. And, you know, even being present, you know, that, that comes up a lot now, like being present in where you are and understanding what brought you here. I mean, that's what this whole process is about. It's helping you to gain clarity through paying attention, building self-awareness, understanding who you are and what you stand for and why you do what you do and moving forward, what boundaries you need to set up. And I know you had set some pretty pretty strong boundaries this year going through the process the first time, you know, during the school year. And, uh, and that that's hard when you're just, like you just said, you're just going from, you're putting out one fire after another, you're going from one thing to another, and you don't allow yourself that the time and the space that you deserve and that you really need to process how you got to where you are and what your next best step is. Yeah. So, as you go into your your upcoming school year, starting at the end of August, um, tell me, you know, what would you tell somebody who who is who is struggling, who where you may see some of your old habits or your old beliefs or your old way of you know doing things and going about your days? Um, what would you what would you tell them, you know, as far as if they had heard about you know the Burn and Teacher University course? Um, what what would you say to them? Well, I would tell them to do it. Like I would say that it's a good use of your money and a good use of your time. And what BIT University did for me too is when I started, it was like late March or early April. And that sort of boundary setting up, I need to leave school at a certain time. I convinced myself, like convinced myself, I pretended the videos were live. So Mm. what I would do is I would say, okay, I have to be home by four to do my BIT. And I don't have small children anymore. I have luxury with that but you can do that with any kind of time frame and I just put it in my schedule and I came home and I did a video and I did the journal reflection for on that day and that was so helpful I can't tell you like it because it gave me something that I had to go home to do mm-hmm. and so it was like a double you know I set a boundary and then I, I did BIT. The other thing is it's in such little little pieces too mm-hmm. that if, you know, like you think, oh, I can't do a whole course, but it's in little 15, 20 minute increments and yeah. you can find 15 or 20 minutes. And I started doing um, BIT University instead of doing other things that I realized afterwards didn't weren't serving me very well. You oh know? my gosh. I'm so glad to hear you say this because a couple of things that I can tell that you've even pulled from the course that I don't even think you've realized is you you blocked. You mm-hmm. blocked out, you, like you made time to become a burned in teacher. Right. You made time. You didn't find time. You made time. And this is what I tell people. So I told, I even told some teachers yesterday in a breakout session that I did at a conference that when you 
when you set a boundary and you say to yourself, you know, this is my time allowance. This is what I'm budgeting for this day. And you say at this time, I draw a line in the sand. I'm done. Mm -hmm. But yet that, that part of your brain is saying, no, you can't, you still have all these things to do. It will be there tomorrow, but it's in setting that boundary and leaving and, and moving on to your next block of time, your next priority that you really do realize what you used to tell yourself is so important and so urgent is really not, but it's only in the act of beginning to tell yourself a different story and setting those boundaries and realizing your potential in all of these other areas that you really realize, wow, like I told myself for years that I had to do this thing this way. And I really don't. Mm -hmm. So I, I love, I'm so glad that you shared this because that boundary setting is so, so hard and it's so different for everybody. Like it's a very relative and very personal part of your burned in journey of what type of boundaries you need to set and how you're going to go about it and, and, and all of that. So I, I'm really proud of you. I mean, that's, that's, that is an absolute model example of what I hope that other people do. And with the, with the platform that I use for the course, Kajabi, you can get the Kajabi app. And then you can actually listen to the audio of these videos um, in your car. Like I, I, I'm a course junkie. I enroll in courses all the time and I love to listen, even though, you know, the video is playing or they might have an audio version of, of the content. I will listen to and or from work mm -hmm. too. So that's an, op that's an option as well. And that's another thing I actually started doing mm -hmm. since starting Brennan Teacher is mm -hmm. I, I have my little, you know, I have an old car, so I've got like a little aux cable and I plug, <laughs> I plug yeah. I'll plug you in or some other podcasts in. Mm -hmm. And it just, it helps me to decompress mm -hmm. because more often than not, there's a teacher, um, a teacher speaking, because I li listen to a lot of ed podcasts mm -hmm. who's had a struggle. Like it's either a struggle, someone's had a struggle or it's, it's, there's some kind of inspiration or both, yeah. but it makes you feel like you're not alone. When you get yeah. in your car at the end of a hard day, you're like, Oh, okay. Somebody else, you know, mm -hmm. Yeah. Had, had the same difficulty or something similar or, um, or I've lived through that too. And we are both here, you know, coming out the other side and, so that's, I don't know. And even if it's just a little piece, it doesn't matter. It, it makes a big difference coming home as opposed to listening to the news, you know? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, like yeah. you just, you just kind of went exactly where I was going to go. And it's what's, what's most important about knowing that you're not alone in your journey, Sandra, is that you're, you're not alone in your current reality. If you're feeling stuck or you're feeling miserable or you're feeling burned out, but you're, you, you know that you're not alone in the fact that you know that there's hope. Like we're not going to drag you down further into this misery because there's a lot of people that are very happy to have miserable company, you know, to talk about how terrible things are and how hopeless everything is. But in this community, like you're not alone in that you are miserable or you are burned out or you're so frustrated and you don't feel like there's hope, but there are other people out there like you that want to do something different. You don't want to stay in this space of misery. And that's what, that's what we're all about. Right. And the community is fun. Like it's fun mm -hmm. in the Facebook community to look at people, you know, one day it'll be someone being a little discouraged and someone else answers with some encouragement. Mm -hmm. And the next time it flips, mm -hmm. like the person who was the encourager is now the discourage, you know, like it, yeah. and it, that's also great to see mm -hmm. because it doesn't mean that you, you do a program and come out and everything. Now your life is perfect and you don't need it anymore. That's not how it works. But the mm -hmm. fact that we're able to 
you know, to play yeah. different roles with each other is really. Yeah. Great. And be able to speak that burned in language with each other. Like yes. it's not a, it's not a toxically positive community, you know, that membership community. It is a place where you can go to share a win. You can go to vent and then ask for help, or, you know, you can ask a question, you know, being a burned in teacher, like you just said, it's not, you don't have everything figured out. You don't have this perfect life, but you have strategies. You have a process to help you to process. And you have, you know, if you're part of that, the Burning Teacher membership, then you are able to have these people surround you to be able to speak that same language. Because as you probably know, and as you will notice this more than ever going into this coming school year, how you're kind of on the opposite, you might be on the opposite end of the spectrum of isolation from your colleagues, because it's really hard when you're feeling so good and very proactive and very prepared. And you've, you've built yourself mentally, you have, you're mentally strong when other people are, are not where you are. You almost feel that other side of shame. Like, well, I can't tell them how awesome I'm feeling. Cause then I'm going to make them feel bad, you know? And, and I've seen that happen. I've, I have felt that myself and that community is a place where you can really just, just shine. And, and that, that is, that's so important to me. Yeah. So Sandra, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience today before we sign off? Um, I don't think so. I just think that I, I really believe that the universe, you know, sends us where we're supposed to yeah. go. And, and the fact that I, I found you through someone else that I found through something like it, it just, it, it makes to me, it's just that this was, for me, this was meant to be, it was exactly what I needed. And I'm, as you say, like, I feel like I still will need, you know, I, I need the community and, um, I can, I can always come back and, and do a module again, or there's always someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I really feel supported. And I thank you for that. Well, thank you so much for investing in yourself and believing that Burn and Teacher is here to help you. That's why I built it because I, ne- I never wanted anybody to feel as isolated and ashamed and as horrible as I felt. And I went through all of that alone. And I just don't want that for any more, any of my people, which are, are people like you, teachers, administrators, counselors, coaches, you know, anybody who's working with kids in any capacity. So thank you so much for spending time with us today. I'm so grateful that you're part of the community and I'm so excited to see how your year goes for you. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of burned in teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned and Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned and Teacher. Burn on.